It's Yellow Home. With Anna Schofield. And Big House. is Pulse 95. So, Acom, I'd like to welcome you to uh, Pulse 95 and in particular Yala Home. Um, mm. We just watched you speak here at the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. Um, loads and loads of questions. I'm going to let Hass go first and then I'm going to jump straight in. Yeah. Salam alaikum, everybody. Uh, we're here with an incredible uh, personality. It's an honor to meet you. No, uh, I'm from you, Saudi Arabia and, okay. uh, you know, uh, we are here at Sharjah's first and only English radio station, Pulse 95, talking about entrepreneurship. Uh, obviously, His Highness had a vision and we launched the station. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Akon, I want to talk to you about uh, Lighting Africa. And obviously, you started this in 2014. It's been an amazing, incredible journey. And shout out to you for making that happen. Yeah, thank you. I want to focus about the obstacles that you faced and still facing. If you can enlighten the people, how difficult it is to do such an incredible, enlightening project to help Africa. Oh, no, it's, it's super difficult from a standpoint of people consider Africa as a risk. And everyone that goes in is always thinking about profit. And Africa's profit is not today, it's tomorrow. You know, when you look at the continent, it's 1.2 billion people already, and it's estimated to be at 2 billion in five years. If those odds and pop, like you gotta, me I always looked at, if you're gonna invest, you gotta invest in population. Because population, you can't never go wrong. Mm -hmm. The more people there, the more challenges, the more, you know, opportunities there, and then you actually have um, a base to serve. You know what I mean? So, and it also works even if you, from a number standpoint, if that's the focus from you, if you're selling at, let's say, a dollar to 50 million people, you can sell at 10 cents to 2 billion people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And make even more, right? But, but so. Akon, you're, you're breaking barriers. I'm talking like with Africa, in my opinion, the, what, what, the richest co- continent in the world. Right. You know, uh, but you're, you're battling that. It's not something easy. So what can you tell us? What, what's the main challenge you've been facing? Well, the biggest challenge I've been facing, honestly, is, is, is capital. You know, um, that's all I've been really facing. The opportunities there, the technologies there. As you can see from a marketing standpoint, the word is out. Um, but it's just a matter of which banks or companies or families yeah. are willing to take the risk for a huge reward tomorrow in a place that's almost, it's, it's guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a, it's yeah. guaranteed. So my brother and sister tuning in right now, I mean, get in touch, let's make this happen. <laughs> right. I'm telling you. That's true. Um, you mentioned family there, and I want mm-hmm. to talk about family. So listening to you downstairs, mm-hmm. um, the first bit, definitely, of your uh, of your talk, you talked about your family quite in depth. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about your mother, you talked about your father, though, and it seemed to be his inspiration. You talked about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, being born in America and then right. being shipped back, and that was very important to your dad. So is your dad proud? of you I mean he must be oh no he's super proud now you know him being a jazz musician as you know jazz is not really a job that pays well if you do music and jazz is because you just have a passion for music but it's not especially at the time when they came up right but our generation was a little different so dad didn't want me to do music at all okay never wanted me to do music Um, but the difference between our generation that we found out how the business made money we understood the business of music rather yeah. it just being passionate because the the music business 
the business was em emphasized in, in our generation because we wanted to understand how do we not get jerked like our, our you know, yeah. uh, the people that we looked up to. Yeah. You know, you got people like the James Brown and all these guys that, you know, that came up selling millions of records but then ended up broke. And it's like, yeah. how is that possible? That's you know? so true. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. Um, Akon, it's a bit surreal to me. I just can't believe it. I had to blink twice. I, I play your music on Saudi's first FM hip hop radio show. Oh, that's what's up. Um, it, it's it's really incredible. Um, I, I talk about the, you know the the, the real uh, hip hop, why the essence of it, um, and the fact that you're able to inspire so many people, especially from Africa. Mm -hmm. Talking about Africa again. Africa doesn't control the minerals uh, no. that's coming up. How do we change that? And I always go vocal, and I'm right. very vocal about Africa is the original of the world. This is where it is. 1,000%. 100%. Why, obviously, the, the companies, the powers that may be, you know, they're controlling that. How are we able to change this narrative? Well, first, before you can change, you got to know the, the solution, and you got to know why. Uh, the biggest reason why Africa doesn't control its resources is because of the leadership. And unfortunately, a lot of the leaders that's there aren't, wasn't educated on how minerals work, impact the country, and what it does for the future of that country. So they would give off contracts for personal gain, for contracts that extended to 50, maybe 100 years, Man. not realizing that one of those years could have made up for that billion dollars you were given. You know what I mean? In that specific resource. So then what ends up happening is the younger generation now have to educate themselves to what and how important those resources is for the continent. Mm -hmm. Because when those contracts either wear out or no longer exist or, you know, a, a coup happens and then all of that doesn't matter anymore. Whoever the new leader is just needs to know how to utilize those resources and how to make those resources benefit the country itself. And so there's been lots of talk about you wanting to run for president mm -hmm. of the United States. So if you got the chance to do that, and I also heard whispers as well, Kanye's talking about it, so yeah. you might be going head to head. How do you feel about that? Are you, oh, no, I love that. I you think, like I, that? Yeah, it's, it's great for the culture. I think it's necessary. Yeah. It will do great for both of us because yeah. it would just, believe it or not, just the thought of that happening, people will tune in automatically. All the time. So the whole we, wouldn't world we wouldn't spend yeah. as much, you know, marketing dollars that most politicians spend because yeah. of who we are. So yeah. we'll definitely already have a head start because we already influenced the younger generation. Yeah. I think the question would be as to how that will play out because I don't see Kanye as competition for me. I see him as uh, a benefit him mm -hmm. running because it only helps to put the eyes on the culture and give younger, you know, um, you can say because uh, America was built on, you know. Uh, immigrants yep. and yep. more, more yep. than anything it's like underprivileged mm. minorities yep. in America yep. and most of them don't believe that this is even possible so the idea that me and him is just running already lifts their morale and make them believe that man not only can I do it but they're doing it Yeah. so yeah. I know for sure there's change happening have you had a chat with Kanye about this have you sat down together and no, gone he's, no he's actually one of my good friends but we haven't <laughs> spoke about that because that's right. another four years down the line Yeah. so you know I hear what he has to say online and, and, and through, through media and then here's what I have to say online through media yeah. and then together we prepare each other when the time comes but I'm the type of person if we was to got to the point where we were actually running head to head yeah. I would literally sit down and say listen bro if you win 
I'm your running mate, and if I run you, my running mate. You wow. see, this is fantastic. So obviously, I'm English, currently going you know? through the whole Brexit nightmare. That's an election I would want to be part of. Right. I switched Brexit off, but you and Kanye <laughs> head to head, I would say uh, want to be part of it. I would yeah. love it. It'd be entertainment for me too. Oh, it'd be amazing. Because he, he, he's a marketing genius, and he's probably going to do something crazy yeah. to you know to create. But it will work out for both of us if it all happened. Yeah, it will. Yeah. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. Uh, a couple more questions for you, uh, Akon. We, of course, at, uh, in charge over here, we, uh, and, and Yellow Home especially, is a show, it's a drive time show. We take pride in supporting uh, local artists. Now, I, I know you are vocal about that as well. You know, yeah. we give them airtime, we give them interviews. What does it mean to you, that fact that there's a station in charge over here that promotes local music on, on the airwaves, mm-hmm. if it's anything, you know, for you as, as Akon? I think that's the most important thing that any major station, whether broadcasting or radio or television, can do because ultimately the worst feeling in the world is to have a local artist not getting support in his hometown 100%. and I think who did it the best and the reason why they're running the industry right now is Canada mm. Canadian the government the way they set up this initiative for artists yes is amazing because they not only support them but they give them all the tools they need they actually have a rule sir that you know? 70% of right. the music on the radio should be Has, Canadian exactly and this is, is the reason why Canada runs the music industry I mean from Drake to mm. you know um, uh, The Justin Weeknd Bieber. Justin Bieber Tory Lanez yeah. I mean the top if you look at the top 10 urban six of them are from Canada But there's a reason for that Because Canada literally gets behind their artists They support them And then they give them the incentives that they need To be able to excel further amongst everyone else And I think if the UK did it I mean, because think about it Even there was a time when the UK was running the business too But without the support So can you imagine if they had the support? Yeah. Yeah Just think about it. It'd be ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. I mean, I want to ask you about a quote you've always been vocal about it, which is, you know, charity doesn't work in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We're also very vocal about this because yeah. I, I think it's, it's important. Can you elaborate more on that if people are tuning in? Um, what does that mean in terms of that? What are you pushing? Yeah. Why are you pushing that narrative? Well, ch- charity never really worked in Africa because Africa was, I mean, kids are born entrepreneurs by nature because anywhere that you grow up and there's lack of resources you're going to create a resource to survive so you're born an entrepreneur like right now when I'm, I remember when I was a kid I used to steal mangoes and sell them on the street as an entrepreneur right now selling mangoes yeah, you're right <laughs> right right so a charity wouldn't help me if they came to me and offered me rice or medicine mm. yeah why not just put uh, put me in a position where I can make enough money to provide my own rice and you know provide my, for myself or family with my own or medicine plant the mango tree right or give me the seeds so I can plant my own yeah, mango yeah, tree yeah. right so charity just doesn't work in a population like that it only holds them down because now you setting them up as they mentally believe that they have to now receive to survive and I think that's what created this big thing in Africa and then from a marketing standpoint mm. they constantly look at Africa as a place of aid when it's the richest country yeah. I mean um, you know continent in the world like, so how mm. sorry has to yeah. interrupt you how what are you going to do and what, what's your vision for the next obviously if you became president mm-hmm. in the next few years you're obviously going to be able to shine a huge light on everything that you're working towards but what do you think is the best solution right now if we walk into Africa how can you give the seeds rather than just giving the gift 
Well, I mean, it's really more so because the leaders actually are the ones that make that decision. Yeah. So my, my goal has always, and as an advisor to a lot of those leaders, it's always about the youth and giving them the tools they need to build yeah. their businesses. Because as an entrepreneur, they're always creating opportunities but don't have the resources to grow. Right. So right. if we can create the tools to allow them to grow, that changes everything. And that's the reason why we created Acoin, because it's a platform that gives entrepreneurs the access mm. to those tools. And then outside of the tools, you now have a currency that's going to be solid, stable, and that you can trade through every fiat currency to be able to extend and trade amongst it. That's so amazing. that gives you everything you need. Yeah, bless you, bless you, brother. I'll leave you with this one quote. There's an old Bedouin saying in Saudi Arabia. Said, uh, I'll say it in Arabic and I'll translate it. That a human being with no impact mm-hmm. has no life, has no trace. And That's you were so able true. to impact so many, so many people's uh, lives. You've impacted me in one of the most conservative countries in the world and I never met you wow. um, through your music. And now you're, into, you're impacting the young brothers and sisters in Africa and the world. Um, so I would say, you know, from Senegal to the U.S. to the world, the one and only Akon, thank you so much for your time. No, thank you. Man. And any last words you'd like to say to Sharjah and the world uh, through Pulse95? No, I, I think it's a great thing. You know, it's just only the third year, but it's only going to get bigger. But I think it's, it's, it's things like this that creates more opportunities for entrepreneurs to grow, you know, especially here in the Middle East, because... I mean, the opportunities here is so endless yeah. As you, because you can see the growth. You can see the future, right? And especially with Saudi being in a position where they're opening up to the world, I mean, couldn't have been the best. I mean, to me, it's the best decision ever made. We love you, Akon. Uh, make some noise for the brother Akon one more time. Yeah, Plus 95, you, Big House, Anna Schofield signing out. We're going to be right back. Let's go. There you go. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.